The National Center for Additive Manufacturing Excellence recently got a little more excellent, thanks to the land of opportunity-loving Elha Merkui. So get your ears on and prepare to be schooled in AI and machine learning's new role in process, structure, property relationships, and convergence manufacturing, and all sorts of other words. You down with PSP? Oh boy, is she. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, loyal listeners to the best podcast in all of higher education. That would be the award-winning Hashtag Getting, brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. I work for those folks as a communications and marketing specialist, as does Austin Phillips. Not only does he work there, he directs the place. He is my co-host, as always, representing the the War Eagle over here in Auburn his, University. Uh, Auburn, Ar- Orange, <laughs> Auburn University. Yep. It's the place we work, Jerry. Auburn University. They didn't supply it. the shirt. I had to buy it from Fanatics. They're asking me ago. for donations on the email. I'm like, hey, <laughs> the let nerve. Me, let me pay you the to work here. The nerve of people. <laughs> Alma mater. <laughs> Give me a break. Um, no, I love this place. Yep, we're thankful for our thankful. donors. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, joined uh, by Marcus Klutz, Klutz over here, sipping some, uh, some Starbucks and twisting the knobs, uh, as always. And today, a very special guest we've been after for a while. <laughs> Uh, ever since she arrived, Elham, Elham Mercury, Elham Mercury, an assistant uh, professor in mechanical engineering and a researcher extraordinaire over at Incame, finally bringing a little class to the place. Thanks for uh, thanks <laughs> yeah, for joining us. Sure, thank you for having me here. And welcome to Auburn because it hadn't yeah. been that long, right? Yeah. What, like <laughs> six you. months, a year, seven months, seven months. Yeah, seven, eight All months. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, where'd you come from? So previously, I've been at Georgia Tech. I've okay. got my PhD not that far. That's not from okay. here. Yeah, yep. one and a half hours, two hours mm-hmm. from here. So yeah, and previously, I've been at Oregon. I've got my master's degree at Oregon State University. Oh, coast to coast. Yeah, I traveled. I drove all the way from Corvallis, Oregon, to Atlanta, Georgia. How many days did it take? Five days. Okay. Yeah, in five, five days, days. Yeah. Yikes. I drove. I, I mean, you got that's all, that's, I mean, that's coast to coast. Yeah. I can do it in a day. Where all did you stop? Uh, Utah, mm, Colorado, Idaho before Utah. So Idaho, Utah, Colorado, Dallas, and then. Atlanta. Ooh, Dallas. So to you went all the way from Dallas to Dallas, Atlanta. That's yeah, long. that's yeah. the long haul. Long. Yeah. Ten hours, I think. Yeah, yeah I drove ten hours. Yeah, 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 no, that's yeah it was hard. Yeah. Well, uh, so you were so like you were doing like your postdoc and all the stuff at a uh, Georgia Tech. How like what what brought you to Auburn? Because we uh, I was talking with Mister Shamsi and uh, prof- Professor Shamsi. Master Shamsi <laughs> <laughs> called me to harass me the other day, so I got to get a little bit in. Um, and uh, he he seemed like he recruited you right. specifically to come work at the National Center for Additive Manufacturing Excellence. Uh, we were already loaded for bear. Uh, Shui Shao, um, uh, Perea, 
other names I'm sure I'm going to forget, but um, anyway, but he he, he was I like, just love this is going to be flexing well, this in-game knowledge. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you get on to me about on this podcast, Masood, like, oh, take it away, Austin. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm Listen, marveled right somebody now, Somebody has to be the expert in additive manufacturing. Wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, the excellence is right here. You know, I mean, they're doing some research. The center's the, there. I, I'm the E. <laughs> <laughs> right oh, here. big E over but, there. Yeah, uh, but, Masu, but anyway, he was just, I was just struck by how much he was like, yes, she's going to be such a, an asset to us, but in a, in a, in a special way. Uh, it seems like through. Well, hey, I mean, you know, whenever I told you we needed to get her on the podcast, same thing for me. Uh, you made a presentation at the um, colloquium, faculty colloquium, right. and the stuff that you were speaking about. I'm like, hey, Jer, yeah, you know, we, we got us, we got us another star over there at Encame. So why are you such a big deal? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, so Encame is so. The reason that I joined Auburn, one of the reason actually was Encame. Uh, the facility there, the research that researchers are doing there, it's just the state of the art. And, uh, and we didn't, they didn't have my specialty. So my specialty is on modeling AI and machine learning. So, and since they didn't have this, they wanted me to come and complete what they already have. So I think that's why I chose Auburn because, because it was something that they didn't have and I could come here and work and work with, with them because they already have this amazing facility at Auburn that I've interviewed with lots of places and they didn't have mm-hmm. such a facility. So it's a great opportunity. It was a great opportunity for me okay. to join here and work, <laughs> right? So it's almost like she recruited us in a sense. I mean, she went, she saw it and went for it. <laughs> I like it. Well, the, you know, when I think of AI and deep learning, I'm thinking of like computers and distinguishing toasters from bulldozers and there's all the stuff on when pick all the uh, squares doing, with sidewalks. Yeah, <laughs> you're the mecha- you're mechanical engineering. And this is going to, you know, just obviously betray the ignorance uh, at the table here. But like, so how, how are we applying these fields of study and research to the, the, the additive stuff. I mean, the, the, you know, just, I mean, we're just spitting out concrete and metal and, you know, all that stuff that we do over there in K. I'm seeing all the expertise. Wayne it's cra- it's right here. He's no, fishing. I've He's got, fishing. <laughs> no, I just know the names still have no <laughs> earthly idea. Over here, Powder bed infusion. What the <laughs> what are we talking about? But yeah, so how are we actually applying these things with additive? Because the, the army apparently thinks you can do it. Right. Because the yeah. army just threw. They're putting their money where their mouth is yeah, there. 4.3M yep. <laughs> uh, at NK for a project that you are a co-PI right. on. So, so what are they seeing that you can bring to the table here? So the thing is that um, in manufacturing in general, so we are trying to understand many so in additive manufacturing they're all very complex physics that's happening there and there are lots of difficulties in modeling this process so there are people are trying to model this process so that they can understand what's happening in there so that they can optimize the process in order to get the quality that they want since additive manufacturing it's really robust technology however it doesn't deliver the 
quality, high quality components. So we are trying to understand the, the process structure property linkages in metallative manufacturing. So understanding of these re- linkages and relationships via only experimentation is not only costly, but also time consuming. So the other approach is to do modeling and simulations. So using final element modeling, for example, or molecular dynamic simulations in a lower scale, in a nano scale level. However, modeling of those, although it's faster than experimentation and lower cost than experimentation, they are again time consuming. So we might need to run a simulation for a week, for weeks even, to get the outcome that we want. However, the other approach is to use surrogate models using AI and machine learning to understand all these linkages. So we can get the data from experimentation and from the simulations and learn algorithms and models which can give us the output within few seconds rather than few days or weeks. Fun. Got that? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Right. <laughs> so, you just didn't know so how to articulate it. I just didn't it. articulate it. And you exactly. did a, a That's really what good she's job. Here for. Yeah. Well, no, that, I mean, it's, it's fascinating to see all the research over there. I finally picked up on it. You know, it's like, okay, we're not just, you know, building things. We're finding out how to build these things, how to build them better consistently. Like you said, the quality, the, uh, uh, Property structure, what do you call it? Process structure, property linkages. PSP. Yeah, PSP. That's a, that's something I just wrote down yeah. earlier. Yeah. Got that yesterday. in the memory bank. P- PSP. <laughs> I thought it was a well, PlayStation. Well, like you said, um, we, get a, we have a lot of DOD t- contracts. Um, we only get to talk about some of them. You sure. Know? Uh, not all the fun ones. Um, but to know that our government, uh, to know that our defense sector is investing in um, – technology like this it's just going to be really interesting to see where this is played you know 10 years 20 oh, years yeah. down the road they're believing the t- it. yeah well and the and, and to know that we're going to be part of that foundation of whatever that is in whatever part of the defense sector um it's, it's going to be amazing to watch because well, they're wanting it for like front lines kind of thing so if we need a part out on the in the trenches boom they can do it Right then and there, you know, and, I mean, supply and, chain and, and we in in the space sector, we've been doing the same mm-hmm. thing. Of okay, let's just build it while while we're there instead of having to take it up there. You know, yeah, we are everywhere. So, what do you when you, when you what, what were your first impressions of Auburn? Good looking men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Auburn, um, old biggie over there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Uh, the first impression, uh, oh, I don't remember. It's not on top of my head. I should think about it. It was that all so, inspiring. So it was overwhelming. Just, you couldn't even say anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as I mentioned, so people that I'm working with was one of them that um, in mechanical engineering department are good people that I really enjoy working with them. And um, so this is, so basically this was the first impression or if I go back to my interview, so Dr. Suling was the one that I really appreciated. And um, he, the way that 
he processed all the interviews and the next steps was really great and really easy for me. That was one of the reasons actually that I came to Auburn. Awesome. That yeah, he was one of the reasons that I came. Jeff to was Auburn. one of the reasons I came here too. Yeah, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Gentle giant. <laughs> well, Just wanted to be a so part of that. Differences between Corvallis, Atlanta, Auburn. What sets us apart? What do you love about being here? So Corvallis was a small town, good weather. Everything was good there, but was really, really small. Um, I didn't have that much of town vibe in Corvallis. Atlanta is a town I really like living there. So here is something in between. So you have access to, to town and it's a good city actually to live in. It's quiet. Not that much traffic, <laughs> which in Atlanta we have a lot. Mm-hmm. And good weather, actually. I really like weather here. I really liked it. So H- have you have you been here during the summer yet? I uh, no, I joined in August, so a, yeah, little, a little bit. bit yeah, yeah you get, little, that's part yeah, of the, yeah. that's that's yeah, that's yeah, when yeah, it gets yeah, pretty yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really bad. Really bad. Well, I've been uh, Iran can get pretty toasty, right? So yeah, I mean, I during yeah, yeah, during, yeah, actually, so in Tehran, um, yeah, during the um, August to September time, it's, it gets hot, but we have four seasons there. Four seasons. Four seasons. Well, we do too. It's just, it's just two of them are last about three days, three days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or we yeah. cram four into one day. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I want to go back to growing up in in Tehran. Um, what was that like? Why and how did you decide that you wanted to be an engineer? Oh, that's a great question. So it started from my high school that. From the courses that I had, from the projects that I were doing, I realized that, oh, okay, I like engineering more than MD, for example. And I was enjoying the hands-on experiments, creating things. And in the last year of my high school, I found out that, oh, okay, mechanical engineering is the one that I really like because I really liked physics and the mechanical mechanics part of that physics course that I had. So after that, in Iran, we have entrance exam. We should take entrance exam. And I was selected as one of the students to go to university and study mechanical engineering. However, it is really rare for females (laughs) to study mechanical engineering, but I really liked it so far. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. Coming to the United States, what why that decision? So um, the reason was that I wanted to to explore. I wanted to grow. And United States is a land of opportunities. So I don't good hear that on the news sometimes now. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Yeah. But I love to hear that in real world right. that that is the case. I yeah. love it. Okay. And yeah. And so I came to U.S. to follow my dreams. So to study in good universities, to get my PhD, and to be a faculty. Yeah. And here we are. God bless the U.S. (laughs) I'm about to proudly stand up. (laughs) If Lee Greenwood walks in this door in a minute. Farsi, is that your native language? Uh, Does Nima, does he speak Farsi as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do y'all ever like talk 
about, about other people, people behind like their behind backs. their backs. <laughs> like with, Usually not. Do you no. speak? I mean, do you ever you ever just I don't know crack a joke or something in Farsi with each other? Mm. No, he's he's to, so serious. No, we, we, we've never done that. No, it's just. I was wondering what he was actually like. You know, he puts on the he posing with owls and like this gentle, <laughs> but I just didn't know actually in the lab when no one was around. I mean, he's a nice guy. I think so. Well, <laughs> he had this whole backstory about breaking his shoulder or his arm, you know, working out, but I didn't know if it was like a fit or rage situation <laughs> over there. Somebody cranked the knob a little bit. We're, we're in good hands over I'm, there. I'm just going to keep giving it to him. I know. <laughs> just, Apparently so. <laughs> um, the... What what do you can you can you go into a little bit more about what you're working on now? I mean, I know I know. Yeah, what, you talk about your lab a little bit. Right. Yeah. Sure. So, the name of lab, my lab, is convergence manufacturing. So, so in my lab, so if I want to give you the big picture of that, so um, we focus. So it spans on mechanical material science and computer science and we seek um, innovative approaches in science technology and innovation computational modeling and validation approaches to um, solve challenges and address challenges in manufacturing so i'm not only working on additive manufacturing but other manufacturing methods as well, such as subtractive manufacturing methods, machining, for example, or forging or uh, deformation processes. So all of them lies in my um, in my in my work and the focus of my research. So so we focus on developing uh, algorithms and technologies to address these the challenges that we face in manufacturing by leveraging AI and machine learning. So one part of my research, as I mentioned, is understanding the process structure property linkages in PSP. manufacturing. Yeah, PSP mm-hmm. in manufacturing. So by doing experimentation, by doing mas- machine learning. And the other part of my research is on modeling, monitoring, and controlling metal additive manufacturing. So if I want to give you an example, um, in metal additive manufacturing, we usually face lots of porosity and defects. And we want to know how we can solve this problem because it will immediately impact the structural integrity of the materials. Thus, they cannot use it in mission-critical and safety-critical applications for aerospace and defense. So one way to do it is by doing process, in situ process uh, monitoring. So having, for example, a high-speed camera attached to the machine, taking images of the surface, take the melt pool signatures or temperature signatures of metal additive manufacturing, and then be able to analyze all those big data that we call them big data because we have millions of these images throughout building one one specimen. So we analyze those to be able to understand where the defects is happening, how it is happening, and how we can develop closed-loop feedback control systems to change the process parameters to make sure that we are, we are minimizing the defects in metal IT manufacturing. So this is another part of my research that I'm currently working on. 
Got Damn. that big E? No, no, I, I understood every word of that. Defects DSP. And, and safety critical. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of safety critical parts also in the aerospace. Big and, time. Uh, in medical industries. If, if you got to have precision. I know. Well, when, I've, when we, I first even heard of additive manufacturing, um, Tony Overfelt was um, here at the college, and he was really kind of trying to get that. For that was really some of the building blocks to where we are at Incame and GE Aviation here in town. You know they're building those jet nozzles, uh, and you know I first heard about it. I'm thinking that's a very critical component. You know that's going to be making sure whether you're, that engine's getting fuel or not. Mm-hmm. And they're building it through additive manufacturing. Um, but again, if if they're you know if they're already way down the road with that process. Uh, and that was, you know, nearly 10 years ago that we were trying to get on the ground level of some of this and to hear where we are now already so far down the road. It's just amazing. Credit to NEMA and a credit to, to all the people working in that group. Yeah, but just crank up the, uh, what's the guy's name? Started from the bottom. I forget the guy's name. Uh, the guy? Drake. Drake. Yeah, crank up the Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that. Yeah, crank up the Drake. Start it, yeah, because we are, like, like, like you said, I mean, it is – one of the one of the reasons it is so I I do know at least a little bit about it is because there is like that pride factor going in. My gosh, look at what we're doing! Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just if y'all actually could slow it down a little bit, it could help me out <laughs> uh, because it's like everything. Well, you know, here's now, uh, keep him busy. Here's the department. Here's NSF. Here's the Department of Defense. Here's, <laughs> keep him busy. Here's the FAA. Kelly I mean, Terry, keep her busy. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Uh, Ilham can't thank you enough for joining us. Seriously, this has been great. It's been enlightening. We it's been too long since we've had somebody straight from Incame over here, and thank uh, uh, Neiman was one of the first. And anyway, glad to have you as a part of the team. And uh, yeah, hope to have you here a long time. Yeah, Proud to be an American. Thank anyway, you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Thanks so thank much. You. Hey, War Eagle. War Eagle. Yeah, War Eagle. All right. Yeah. War Eagle. All right. Yeah. War Eagle. All right.